How about that cigar? How about that cigar? It's Tuesday night. It's a little bit early from what you guys are used to. We are here live in Forest Lake, Minnesota. This is Big Apple Cigar and Pipe. My name's Matt, and this is... I am Garrett Robinson. Yeah, we're always here Tuesday nights. So, uh, yeah, we wanted to do a little something special here at, uh, at the shop since they were having uh, an event this evening for Oliva Cigars. So we are enjoying some lovely Oliva cigars here at the shop this morning, or this morning, this evening. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's a it's a kind of a cool experience. We're doing this live uh, instead of our normal uh, shed. So we hopefully will not get any of the snarky comments about the sheetrock like we normally get, because we always get we always get Tim Soot Camp saying that uh, we need a GoFundMe to get me some sheetrock. Yep. Or Joe Guzman yep. might have the hookup on. Uh, yeah. On the sheetrock. So it's a good time here. It's super crowded, which is awesome. You always want to have a, a lot of people hanging out at the cigar shop, especially when you have events like this. And uh, it's it's a little hazy. You can see Garrett's rubbing his eyes here. It's a little hazy, but it's still Woo! it's still a great time. It is. And uh, Rick is here, the local Oliva cigar rep, and and we got some we got some deals. The place is still open for another uh, for another hour or so. So if you guys are local and you want to come on down, you know it's uh, Big Apple Cigar and Pipe. Here in Forest Lake, Minnesota, uh, feel free, you know, check it out on on the Google Sphere, and you'll uh, find all the info you need about it. Um, so, this week it's been, you know, another one of those crazy weeks. <laughs> Garrett's got nothing to say. Garrett's speechless. I really am. It was it was a crazy week at uh, the Robinson household and uh, my work. <clears throat> IT guy during the day and just had a week. You had one of those weeks? I did. I see John Minton. Hey, John. Good evening. John, Glad welcome. to see you. Um, so let's, um, let's bring Andrew in here. Andrew, pick up a microphone and join us. Andrew. Oh. Hey, guys. This is Andrew Hello. Tolzman. You, if, if you're a regular reader of, uh, of HBTC, you will notice uh, an, one of the articles, the Cigar Destination articles. Andrew was kind enough because Andrew travels a lot for his job. And he was kind enough when he Too was much. in, uh, he was on the East Coast recently, and he uh, he stopped by a cigar shop there called uh, Federal Cigar, which is a really cool place. Um, just give everybody a quick little synopsis of uh, of the article and, and what you experienced Honestly, at that guys, shop. Honestly, like, like Matt said, I travel a lot for work, and that being said, I'm by myself a lot. And uh, when I'm done with work, I try to find a smoke lounge, typically wherever I end up, and so I've been all over the country. I've been different places uh, around the world. And this place, the Fed, as they call it, is probably one of my favorites. Top three for sure. It's just, it's one of these places that has so much character and it's been around for so long. Uh, and, and to talk to one of the old timers that works there, um, you know, we sat and had a glass of wine together. He, you know, recommended cigars. That's all fine and dandy. I, I know what I like, but uh, the place, the the atmosphere, the the history of this place was something that was really, really cool. Um, they've been around. They're, they're going to hit what a hundred years next year, or yeah, next year, twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. I think they they've been yeah, that's outstanding. Shop for, that's yeah, it's, it's unreal. And I don't know. I know I've never been to a place that's been around that long consecutively. Yeah. I don't know how many places in the country are. There can't be very many. No, I mean because we unfortunately we see cigar shops come and go, and today in in this day and age you see. You know, unfortunately, because of, you know, some of the, the BS that the FDA is trying to push, 
you know, unfortunately seeing some brick and mortar shops close down, but it's, it's really great to see shops that have been around forever and have a history and, and actually have, uh, they have sort of their own, their own niche already carved out in those well, communities. And the cool thing about Portsmouth, uh, which if you've never been, have either of you been to Portsmouth? I have not. So no. East coast, it's, it's a coastal town. Uh, there is not, it's not, it's not that big of a city. Uh, but there's not one single chain restaurant. Uh, everywhere you go is local. It's it's unique. It yeah. has character. And if it's not good, I was told it doesn't last. Yeah. Uh, I was I spent a couple of nights there, and uh, you know, eating at a restaurant, you talk to the barkeep or whatever. And well, where should I eat tomorrow night? Well, pick a place because every place here is good. And if it's not good, it doesn't last in this town. So yeah. uh, there's something to be said about that, and uh, just. Being there and enjoying, I, I'm a history buff, like being in a place where yep. I think I said in the article, like you can look at the, the wooden beams and the ceiling of the lounge and it's like they're hand hewn from, yeah. you know, however many yeah. decades ago. And uh, you just don't get that in really anywhere yeah. in the country. And uh, that was, it was really neat. And every time I'm in that part of the country, I'm definitely going to make an effort to go back because it's one of these places that, uh, you know, you go to other lounges they're forgettable unfortunately yeah. and this place is unforgettable well and that's like you were saying about the restaurants you know when you go someplace a town you've never been to before you know i experienced this with 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 my kids when you go traveling you know they see a familiar sign on the road it feels comfortable to them they want to stop there and my wife and all my wife and i always say no let's we're, we're someplace different let's try someplace different Let's go to a restaurant we've never been to before. Let's go Something see a local. place. Yeah, someplace yeah. local that's got their own flavor. That's got and cigar shops are really no different. Right. You know, just like, just like Big Apple Cigar here. There's, there's, it's got its own, it's got its own space sort of carved out in the community. You know, he's yeah. been open long enough where, pe the word is out. You know, people know this place right. is here. He expanded recently. There's, there's better places to sit and be comfortable, and you can go to cigar shops all over the country, that like you said, they're, they're forgettable. They're there it's it's still don't get me wrong it's still a great place to sit down and meet with people and, and and smoke and unwind and you know get to know some folks but at the same time they may be more um more of a like a chain restaurant right type of place right. they don't have that character like and you said part of it part of it for me the whole experience is the people you meet yeah. um i was in a little lounge in uh southern california i don't remember the name or i don't even torrance i was in torrance california and I wandered into this lounge to do some work. I had a free afternoon, so had the laptop with me and uh, kind of sat down in the corner, had my headphones on doing work. And I noticed that every person that came in hugged the owner and said hello. And I had never had this happen before. Wow. Every person that walked in the door went around and said, hey, I'm Dave. Who are you? Hey, I'm Phil. Nice to meet you. Hey, I'm Bill. Or yeah. whatever and i've never in california of all places yeah uh and i've never experienced that and even though i don't remember the name of the shop i remember that experience and the next time i'm in that part of the country uh and i have some free time i will make an effort to visit this shop southern yeah. california is kind of tough to begin with to find you know places that are open late uh yeah. and, and you can sit and enjoy a cigar but uh it's the people and someone someone at that shop actually said you know if, if everyone in this country treated each other like everyone's treated in a smoke lounge we oh, wouldn't have gosh. any problems that's true we wouldn't have any problems everyone's so genuine yeah. and it doesn't Preach. matter what walk of life you're from it doesn't matter where you've been what you do <laughs> if, if you're new to cigars if you've been smoking them for 30 years yeah you, you can walk in and everyone's there for the same reason yeah uh, totally and the conversations true. that you can have uh and the people that i've met all, all over the world uh 
the, just hearing their stories is is really really cool. It's not about the cigar yeah. at that point. It's right. It's about the experience, and and the people are such a big part of that. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the the cigars are are just a vehicle that brings you to you know it 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 takes you to conversation. It takes yep. you because you, and you've been to places out outside the U.S. before too. Correct. So what have uh, some of your experiences been like at shops outside the U.S.? Of, one of my most memorable ones was actually in London, England. Um, and I, I should remember the name of the place because it was, it was higher end. Uh, it was part of a, a restaurant. Get, get your other stick. <laughs> um, I walked in and I, I knew just from kind of my research and uh, I walked in. I made my way there you know, later at night. I knew they were open late. Yeah. Um, I walk in. I said, "Yeah, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to sample, you know, in your in your lounge." And the the host, hostess, or whatever. Well, you know, it's it's full right now. You're gonna have to sit and wait. Yeah. And it was part of a there was a fancy restaurant right there. And, uh, but I finally made it in. I sat there for 20 minutes and waited. Then then the guy from the lounge comes and says, "You can you can follow me." And they yeah. took me back into this. You know, they didn't have the greatest selection, but they had. Their selection was good. Yeah. Uh, I picked out my cigar. He showed me to my seat. Uh, and I closed the place down. Um, I was the last one there, partly due to the fact that I was talking to the guy working there. There's one guy working there in London, England, from Italy. And we sat and we talked about uh, Italy. We talked about where I'm from. We talked about uh, soccer, his, yeah. his hometown soccer club, because I'm, I'm a bit of a soccer guy. Uh, and just who, who to thunk? Yeah. I'd be sitting in London talking to an Italian guy that had moved to London a few years ago, smoking a cigar, yeah. uh, talking just about life. And, and never would I have you know, met this guy right. had I not been there. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, a cool, it's a cool thing to do just because of who you meet. And you never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. You never know. Totally yeah. agree. That's one of the best parts about it. And there's, you know, there's, there's a lot going, going on. I mean, every, every part of the world now, there's... Uh, regardless of what you're into, whether you're, you're into cigars or wine or bourbon or, or whatever it is, there's going to be some online presence for that. There's going to be discussion forums. There's going to be Facebook groups and things like that. And don't get me wrong. Those are great. And you can meet people. But one of the best parts about those is they can lead you to times where you say, hey, let's, let's just, instead of you know, sitting here typing to each other, let's go meet up at the cigar shop, get to know each other in person, you know, the way sort of it was meant to be. Yep. And these, these force you to slow down mm-hmm. and just sort of take your time and you can, you can start talking about the cigars. And the next thing you know, you're talking about your kids or right. you're talking about your job or you're talking yep. about, you know, sometimes even, even, uh, deep subjects like religion or politics, right. whatever it could be. Right. And for the most part, it remains civil. It remains civil. It does. Yeah. yeah. It so civil. it's incredible. That's in it. And you, you hit the nail on the head when you said it forced you to slow down. In my line of work, it seems like I'm constantly on the road. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm, you know, when I'm overseas, especially there's, there's typically a timeline, but every now and then I get to, uh, you know, take in a city for an extra day or, or whatever it is. And uh, having that hour and a half, two hours of just sitting and relaxing, you know, not exploring a new city, not dealing with clients, not dealing with work, just to sit and relax and enjoy a premium handmade. Yeah. That yep. is, uh, that's what's really nice too. When it's all said and done, I mean, the the relaxation and the people, I think, are yeah, are key for me. Absolutely, oh, it's huge. So, what are when you go to shops in, either in the U.S. or or overseas? What are some of the brands that you find yourself reaching for just about every time you go in the shop? Uh, it changes from 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 month to month. Right now, I'm on a big uh, La Aurora kick. 
Yep. Um, we were just talking about the the Don Carlos from Fuente. Mm. Um, whenever I get my hand on one of those, uh, I typically reach for one or two. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll bring some home. When I'm overseas, the uh, the Cuban variety are a lot more available and yeah. uh, easier to purchase. So. I typically stock up. Yeah. We won't tell my boss, <laughs> but I typically bring a handful home just because I can. And yeah, it's, absolutely. It's so, so much easier. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it varies. I mean, Oliva's great. I've got a box of these at home. Yeah. Um, but right now it's uh, La Aurora and that Don Carlos has been yeah. my top two. Uh, yeah. The last mm. the last month, we'll say. No, that's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great it's a great lifestyle. It's a great culture, uh, and and I I never tire of saying that cigar people are the best people. Yep. You know, and right. people, I've met I've met so many, you know, different people in different walks of life, and uh, it it turns out, you know, cigar shops tend to tend to be sort of a magnet for people that just want to get to know other people, yep. and and then at the same time, it's okay that there are sometimes cigar shops where they're going to have that that one local who goes to the shop every day. And he buys his five cigars every day, or maybe he's got a locker there. But he's he's that he's that shop introvert, where he's going to find his spot in the corner and he's going to sit with his phone I or see with his that every place yeah. I go. There's and, always the the one or two guys that yeah. you know the the barkeep. You know, in Minnesota we can't drink and smoke at the same time, which is kind of unfortunate. Well, wait, we can drink and smoke. Well, at the same time. they can't serve. You can't serve alcohol in cigar uh, shops, unfortunately. But when I'm sitting, you know, enjoying um, you know scotch or a, yeah. a decent bourbon or whatever. Uh, there's always a bartender, and that bartender is always calling this one or two guys yeah. by name, and they say goodbye and handshake, hug, whatever. It's like Cheers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Eventually, one day, I hope to uh, be like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's. I can't find myself at this point in life in the same lounge twice in a row. Yeah, uh, you know, when I'm at home or whatever. Cause, I might be home for a week, but it's like family time, exactly. other things, you know, family, friends, other hobbies that I have take yeah. up time. So it's, it's hard for me to be at the same shop consistently. Yeah. Uh, and one day I think life will slow down enough to where I can enjoy that. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, until it slows down full time, you find those little pockets here and there where you've got time, you take the time and make the most of it. Yep. Yep. And uh, for me, you know, as far as the, the, the write-ups go, uh, in my line of work, like I said, I'm, I'm busy, so it's it's hard to you know sit and try to get good photos and you know sit and talk to the owner because uh, I was just talking about a place in Florida. It's tough because they're so busy. Yeah, it's tough to sit down and, and get some time with you know someone that's been there, been working there for a long time to kind of get the history of the place. And I also it's it's hard for me to write about uh, you know places that are somewhat forgettable. You know, it's got to be yeah. like the Fed where it's it's unique, it's cool. There's there's yeah. some history there. Uh, cause you know, it seems like nowadays it seems like smoke shops are popping up all over the place Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. and some are really cool. Some are maybe just, not as cool. Yeah. Serviceable you know, it's, at best. it's still a place to smoke, which is great. But, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not going to write about, you know, some guy that just put a couple of chairs in a room and sell cigars to make a buck. Yeah. You know, yep. It's, it's gotta have, uh, some substance to it i guess well if he if he only got into the cigar business to make a buck he got into the wrong business <laughs> any cigar right. owner cigar shop owner i'll tell you that yeah. yeah the the there's this there's this often repeated sort of uh joke that if you want to make uh the best way to make a um the best way to make a large fortune or make a small fortune in the cigar business is start to start with a large, with a large fortune yep. yeah yeah they say that about racing too well yeah <laughs> yeah you know like I'm into I'm into some some racing and uh, 
how to make a, a small fortune in racing is to start with a big one. Right? Yeah. But you do it because you love it. Absolutely. And, and, yeah. that's, and that's why most people are in this business because yep. they yep. love it. You know, they, they make a lot and of people, shows. a lot of people eke out a living oh, yeah. and then a lot of, there are, there are a few people who make a great living at it. And then there are a lot of people who just, you know, they put the time in because they enjoy it. It's a labor of love. Labor of love. Exactly. Yep. Exactly what I was yep. going to say. Yeah. Well, hey, man, thanks for thanks for writing that article yeah, for us. Yeah, you bet. I, uh, I look hope forward to, to the next one. I, yeah. uh, I don't know where I am next. I'm in Chicago next, and we've already done a, a write-up there. Uh, Boston is coming up, so I'm going to try to find something cool in Boston. Yeah, so if you, if you guys out there know of any uh, good, good shops in Boston, leave them in the comments or send it to us through the uh, email on, on HBTC. And um, I, might, uh, I might end up in Shanghai here in, uh, in, in the next month or two. So. Okay. It'll be interesting to see if I can find something over there. I'm sure. I'm sure it's there, but yeah, I don't speak Chinese or whatever language they speak. So I'm pretty sure they speak Chinese there. Yeah, do yeah. they? Uh, in Shanghai, in China, in China, in China? Yeah. I think they speak Chinese. I don't. In China. I, don't I don't read it. I don't. I don't speak <laughs> it. Uh, I. I. I have to imagine that a smoke lounge in China is going to be a little different than anything. It's got to be. Well, and uh, it's got to be. It's interesting because I just talked to a guy who travels back and forth between. Um, both Hong Kong and um, Singapore. And in uh, the Asian, there's a lot of Americans and Europeans. Right. And it's a huge Cuban market mm -hmm. over there. So um, I'm sure. What I find... found, though, with, with Europeans and Asians is everyone smokes cigarettes. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. That's they true. all smoke cigarettes. Really and, common. You know, it's the cigar smoking isn't quite as common in European and, and Asian markets, uh, from from my experience, I yeah. could be very wrong, but uh, I, I think you're right on everyone. That, yeah. Everyone smokes cigarettes. Yeah. It's insane. I was actually in, uh, and I wish, I, I wish I would have had the time. I was in Moscow a couple of years ago, and uh, I met up with a guy, a, a friend of a friend of a colleague or whatever, and he took me around one night, and we were at this outdoor club or whatever. We started at 11 p.m., which is nuts. It was that's past my bedtime. Starting but, time. Yeah, and uh, I, I halfway through the night, I said, I said, Max, uh, his name was Maxim, of course. Of course, Russian, of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, I said, Max, you know what? I, I got to say, I, I haven't noticed anyone doing any, like, illicit things, <laughs> you know, nothing bad. He goes, no, we just, everyone smokes cigarettes, and, and we like our vodka. Yeah. That's all they do, is they smoke cigarettes and, and drink their vodka. So, uh, if they I end up back in Moscow, I think that'd be really cool to find a smoke lounge, but I yeah. just didn't have the They weren't hacking anything, or? <laughs> nothing. No hacking? It was... <laughs> It was everyone just chain smoke cigarettes and drinks. Did you notice a lot of people colluding? No, there, there was none of that. There was no colluding. There was none of that. In, okay. Uh, back in 2016. I was, okay. When I was there. Yeah. It was... <laughs> so wait, you were okay? Okay. I got I I got a guy who's going to want to talk to you <laughs> later. Bring him on. There'll be a subpoena. <laughs> that may get quashed. Yeah, it may get quashed. We'll see. We'll see. If you know the right people, yeah. You never know what could, what could happen. No kidding. Cool. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having Absolutely. me, guys. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for yeah. Thanks for guys. Big round of applause for Andrew. Keep up the good work. What? I uh, I enjoy listening. I think I've actually commented on on an airplane before. You guys have uh, you know you sitting there on the what else do you do on a flight? You yeah. Log on to the internet. And there you check go. Facebook. Yeah. And awesome. I think I've actually commented before from thirty five thousand feet. So I love it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fun to hear you guys talk and. When I have the time to sit and listen to a whole episode, I do. Awesome. And hopefully when you're in town another time. Yeah. Uh, on a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. We'd love to have you. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll go and uh, I'll have to check out this infamous uh, drywall. Yes. I haven't been there yet. I don't, I don't think there's room in there for three of us. <laughs> there's barely room in there for two of us. We'll see. I'll have to. Well, we'll, the, the weather is nice, so maybe we could, you know. Yeah. 
move into the garage. We'll, or, we'll do a driveway episode. I have a really big uh, garage. Well, there you go. See? So, yeah, Andrew ooh. and his wife just bought a house. Yeah. So Maybe we'll we come down to my place and hey, if you'll awesome. host, absolutely done. Yeah, I love it. There we go. Let's do it. Awesome. All right. Thanks, All right, brother. Thanks, boys. Thank you. All right. Big round of applause. Play play the exit music, the Elvis ex- exit music for Andrew. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's getting warm in here. It's like, it's it's so hazy. You can probably see that on the camera. It's like ridiculously hazy in here right now, but it's still a good time. It is. How you hey, doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing well. So Thanks Rick is tonight. Rick is the local Oliver up here in the Twin Cities area, and he covers qu- covers quite a few states around the uh, around the Midwest. So Rick, tell us about uh, Oliva cigars and what you do for them. Well, yeah, I rep the Midwest, so I cover uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, uh, Iowa, Nebraska, and the Dakotas. Um, some good windshield time. Oh yeah. Um, but if you're not familiar with Oliva, uh, we consider ourselves a traditional. Uh, Nicaraguan cigar manufacturer. All of our cigars are made in Esteli, Nicaragua. Um, and when I say traditional manufacturer, I mean we try to focus on our, our core lines. Uh, so you might be familiar with our Serie G or Serie O um, or our Serie V. Uh, we don't release a ton of new cigars. We try to focus on the uh, quality and consistency of those cigars. So if you bought a G 15 years ago, um, you buy one tomorrow. Um, should be the same cigar, same blend, all that good stuff. Yeah, a lot of good consistency. Yeah. And uh, so I think it was four years ago, four years ago, I want to say the Milanio was uh, Cigar Aficionado's oh. number one cigar of the year. Yeah, the bigger Dude. auto size. So that was that was just a huge shot in the arm for the for the brand. Yeah. yeah. And was, a great cigar. A cigar yeah, outstanding cigar, yeah. Yeah. Really was. And no, a lot of times is. I will, you know, um, I'll be a little snobby about that list, but... I love it when they hit it on the head and when, you know, a cigar like Oliva comes in, you know, with that Milanio and just wipes the floor with everybody and it well-deserved. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. We, uh, we're very proud of that cigar. Um, we consider that kind of our, our pride and joy along with the, the regular series B line. Um, and at, at that price point, um, you know, for that cigar, it really is a fantastic stick. Yeah. So coming up soon, um, in uh you know the end of end of june uh the big cigar trade show is coming up i assume i assume all the reps um join everybody at the show and and work the booth is that the case yeah yeah absolutely yeah. it's a, it's a great time for us to uh to get in front of all of our customers majority of our customers come out to that show yeah um, and we can talk through you know business so far for the year any plans for the rest of the year obviously there's deals and whatnot to show for some of these uh some of these customers of ours and it's just a great, uh, it's a great time overall. It's a good chance for for us as as sales reps to see the other sales reps. You know, we only see those guys a couple times a year, so it's it's a ton of fun. Yeah. So, what have you seen uh, in the past couple of years? Because you've you've been with Oliva for four years now. Correct. So, in the in the in the past, let's say the past year, you know, because you hear a lot. Unfortunately, you hear a lot of the doom and gloom message of the FDA and things like that. But at the same time, I still see cigar shops. Uh, full of people. I still see people going to the shops, spending their time, spending their money, enjoying each other's company. It, what What are you seeing in in the local cigar lounges as you travel around? Yeah, it's a very vibrant community. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, um, it's been it's been a tough couple of years with some of the FDA stuff, and like you said, the doom and gloom. But I think no matter what that um, ends up being, um, you know, the cigar industry is very resilient. Um, yeah. The customers are very resilient. We're going to find a way to enjoy our cigars, you know, wherever that may be and however yeah. it may be. Um, I can't remember the exact numbers off the top of my head, but I think the cigar imports were up again um, in the United awesome. States for, I think that's three years in a row. I don't quote me on that, but 
um, that means that this market is continuing to thrive um, as it will, um, you know, no matter what something comes down. Awesome. Is there any, uh, any previews, any sneak peeks that you can share with us that are, are coming on the horizon? Sure. That... I can awesome. talk a little bit about um, our Siri V Maduro. If you guys are familiar with yeah. that, that's a typically a, a limited edition release we do um, usually in November, right before the holidays. Yep. Um, we're going to roll it out to regular production. Yes. Um, <laughs> that makes a lot of people very happy. At, at the trade show. Yeah, that's going to be great for us. Uh, yeah. Be four sizes. Um, it's going to be a double Toro, double Robusto, a Toro, and a Torpedo. Okay. Um, and they're 10-count boxes, which is what they come in yep. already. Yep. Uh, but it's a great addition to our to our line. It's going to slide right into our regular, next to our regular V line, obviously. It's going to complement things cigar to that. Yeah. Um, and up there with the Melania as well. So. Oh man. And the no, flavor that's... on that thing, it's just, it's just a yeah. flavor bomb. Yeah. I always look forward to when the Maduro's come out yeah. at, at the end of the year. Yep. So it's nice to know they're going to be available all the time now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for, um, you know, for our Leva cigars, you know, as far as the core lines go, you know, like you said earlier, the, the core lines are, are really the, the strength of the brand mm -hmm. and you focus on the tradition of those core lines. You know, what do you see from, uh, when you when you deal with your shops and get them the product that they need and that they want, what are you seeing as far as movement with the core lines? What's what's really hot right now? Um, for us specifically, our, our nub lines always been very popular. Um, that four by sixty size uh, specifically moves very well. Yeah. Um, Connecticut's been doing really well for us, especially this time of year when you get the golf courses open and yep. people are able to grill that kind of thing. Um, our G's been holding strong. It's a great price point for us on a, on a great cigar. Um, and then we've seen, um, obviously the last couple of years, a lot of the trends for double Toro and some larger engaged. I've seen a little bit of pullback on that as well. Um, some Toros, Robustos, uh, some Lanceros, that kind of thing as well. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Rick, well, thanks. Thanks yeah. for taking a few minutes to talk to us. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, brother. I appreciate, appreciate it. All right. Applause, 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 applause. <laughs> now we got... We got Eric. Grab the microphone. Guys, this is Eric. He is the owner and proprietor of Big Apple Cigar and Pipe here in Forest Lake, Minnesota. How's it going, Eric? It's going great. Good, good. So tell us about, um, take us back, if you would, please, to your your uh, sort of genesis in the, in the premium tobacco business. Okay. Well, you know, it all started uh, 25 years ago now, 1994, um, kind of the middle of the cigar boom. Everybody was smoking cigars, and a friend yeah. of mine stuck one in my mouth, and I said, "Wow, these are great." Yeah. Um, unfortunately, there was nobody selling cigars, or I guess fortunately, there was nobody selling cigars <laughs> in my area. Saw an opportunity. So I saw the opportunity, and uh, haven't looked back ever since. Yeah. And that was so. Um, the name of this place, Big Apple, that's sort of an homage to where you where you came that's right. from. You I grew were in the up business. In New York, and I, my yeah. business started in New York. Um, you can't hear it at all. Yeah, you can't hear the accent. No, I, I work very hard to get rid of it. I can talk like this if you want me to. Well, I, I imagine I can definitely do the New York accent. I imagine if you go if home you and, like and, and visit, uh, it takes about all of five five minutes for that to come back full uh, force. Now they say, "Where are you from? Minnesota." <laughs> Minnesota. Yeah. So, so you uh, um, after after many years in the business out there. Um, you uh, you relocate to Minnesota and right. then um, 
Uh, when did you open this place? Uh, 2015. 2015. I actually moved out to Minnesota in 2013, and I was fortunate enough to do a midlife partial retirement for a couple of years. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and after swearing I'd never get back into this business, <laughs> uh, I found myself getting bored and yeah. you know, decided to open up this place. And, yeah. um, you know, Minnesota is definitely lacking in the cigar lounge uh, business. Yeah. You know, you can go to your liquor stores and get your, you know, uh, gas station cigars, let's call them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know, there's really nobody selling premium in this area. Yeah. So. Yep. And what do you notice the difference between a med Midwest shop versus your East coast? Um, I, I gotta tell you, I don't really see a big difference. Okay. Um, you know, people, I, I, I meet people from all over the country and, uh, you know, every part of the country, you know, yeah, New York, I got the New York accent, right? right. Um, but people are kind of the same everywhere. Uh, you know, they really are. They're just people, um, you know, everybody likes to enjoy themselves. Uh, everybody that smokes cigars likes to, you know, something that's going to be appealing to them and yeah. is going to be good. So it, there's not a heck of a lot of difference. Um, in different parts of the country that I've seen, uh, you know. What are um, uh, what are some of the brands you know here at Big Apple that? Uh, well, what, first of all, what are some of the brands that you that you love that you find yourself smoking on a daily basis besides well, Oliva, of course? Okay, right. Well, I mean, we're having an Oliva tasting tonight, <laughs> so I've got to say Oliva, right? Yeah. But I, I've been selling Oliva, you know, for almost all of the 25 years I've been in this business. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they make fantastic cigars. Um, some of my other favorites, Fuente makes some great cigars. Uh, Nat Sherman, um, you know, being from New York, I know a lot of the people that work for Nat Sherman, yeah. and I've always been a fan of their cigars. Uh, and that, that line in particular has done very well for us because here in the Midwest, nobody ever heard of them before. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we do very well with that. And they, and they have a nice selection where they have something for everybody. Yeah. You know, if you like that light and mild, they've got the, you know, Metropolitan Connecticut. Yep. If you want something that's, you know, much more complex, uh, Timeless Panamericana. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And they've got everything in between, too. So they, they really have something for everybody. Uh, one of my favorite newer brands is Fratello. Yeah. Uh, which we have been doing a fantastic job with. I mean, yeah. they, Omar has done an excellent job in blending. Yeah. Uh, and he, you know, he really, all of his cigars are, are good. Yeah. And, you know, it's not, it's not like I could say, okay, well, he's got a couple hits here and you know, the rest of them are not so good. But everything I've tried from them is yeah. just fantastic. And Omar is so, a great dude. Yeah. He's yeah, just he a is. great guy. He's a giant of a man, but he's just, yeah. he's like a big teddy bear. He's he a great, to be great a dude. College basketball player. Yeah. I believe, so, yeah. And he was uh, he was with NASA forever, so all those yeah. all the brands have that uh, that that uh, uh, space sort of theme to it. Right. When I was in the, when I was in in here uh, last week for the first time, I tried that Nevetta mm -hmm. and really enjoyed it. It was yeah, it was the first time Nicaraguan. Yeah, it was the first time I had tried that Nevetta. I had I had had his his Classico before and and a couple of his other cigars, the Oro, I think, mm -hmm. and then the Nevetta I just tried here last week and loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Great yeah. cigar. I think out of all of his, uh, the Oro is probably my favorite. Yeah. I, I tend to like those milder cigars that have a lot of complexity to them. Yeah. Um, you know, rather than just, there were some mild cigars. I yeah. won't mention any names. Mario yeah. Cristo. 
but they're just kind of bland, right? Did I say that? I didn't hear anything. I didn't. Nobody heard anything. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit that out. There you go. There you go. We'll beep. Uh, but yeah, that's. I mean, I think we're right now. We're in a great time for cigars. As much trouble as we have with the FDA and whatnot. Um, you know, Nicaragua has done a fantastic job. Absolutely. Producing yeah. flavors that we've never had before. Yeah. Uh, you know, it used to be Nicaraguans were just spicy, spicy and harsh yep. and, and Dominicans were light and mild. And now we've got these complex Dominicans and these milder, but still complex Nicaraguans. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of great stuff out there right now that uh, just doesn't uh, compare to anything you know, I remember from the yeah. beginnings of my start in this industry. Yeah. Yep. So um, this cigar tasting tonight, this is something that you do throughout the summer months here in Minnesota. So tell people about uh, how they can find out more about Big Apple Cigar and Pipe and how they can find out about these these events. Okay. So we, we can go to BigAppleCigarAndPipe.com or BigAppleGlobal.com, which is our corporate name. Uh, and we've got the tastings listed on there. We usually do one a month. Uh, next one's coming up uh, June 21st, which will be a Friday night. That's going to be my father, and that should be a, a fabulous tasting. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't like to give away the cigars that we're going to taste beforehand, but I, I think with with the peen stuff, I, you can't really go wrong. With, yeah. You know, whatever two cigars we pick out to Anything. do that night. Yeah. Yeah. You could, Absolutely. Uh, you could, I mean, grab bag that. You know, sure. It, just pick any. Yeah. Two. Yeah. If it's coming out of that factory then it's, it's great stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, so, so throughout the summer, you've got these going on and it's really great too. I want to mention to people that if you, if you were at big apple in, in the past, but you haven't been here for a while, uh, Eric knocked out a wall and expanded the place. And it's, it's really got this great, super comfy, wide seating area in there now. So if you, if you came here before and haven't been in a while, please come back because yep. it's just uh, not only does he have an outstanding selection, he's got a great, you know, comfortable spot to sit down and, and sort of stretch out a little bit. Um, if you're if you're into pipes, I can't think of a place anywhere nearby that has even close to the amount of the selection of pipes and pipe tobacco that Eric has. So, what would you, thank you say? Man. What would you say your uh, your pipe to cigar sales are? Uh, we run about seventy five percent cigars. Okay, you know, twenty five percent pipes. Uh, there's definitely less pipe smokers out in the world than there sure. are cigar smokers. Uh, but, you know, I've got my roots in pipes. I smoke a pipe myself. Uh, admittedly, I smoke a little more uh, pipe in the winter time when I'm indoors and it's a little more acceptable to everybody around me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, you know, all summer long, it's nothing but cigars. Isn't that funny how you can you can be in, in, in mixed company somewhere where some people are smoking cigarettes, some people smoking cigars, some people smoking pipes. And the, the cigarette smokers tend to not mind if you fire up a pipe. Right. But if you light up a cigar, especially if it's a spicy cigar, yeah, you tend to, you get these looks. Yep. Yeah. And I just think, and, and I think, do you realize what your cigarette smells like? Yeah, I, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think cigarette smokers even realize what their cigarettes no. made out of. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. But it's, um, it's it's a great shop, and I uh, it's you know unfortunately because my schedule is dumb, I don't make it here as often as I can. But 
or, or as often as I want to, but I, I think I'm going to be opening up my schedule a little bit just to make it over here more often because it's a great spot. If you guys are ever in Forest Lake, Minnesota, you have to stop by here at Big Apple Cigar and Pipe. Yep. Uh, say hi to Eric uh, and the guys when you're in here in the shop and, you know, they'll they'll help you out and, and make sure you get a good smoking experience, definitely. And real quick, uh, what are your hours? Okay, um, we open at 9 o'clock every day. Uh, usually close at 6 most nights. Friday nights we're open till 7.30. Now that the, we're getting into the summer season, I'm thinking about expanding some hours, and we're trying to work that out now. What You know, what nights are going to work a little better or maybe some mornings yeah. where we can come in a little later. Uh, can't say that everybody's coming in at 9 a.m. for a cigar, <laughs> but uh, sometimes I do have somebody waiting for me at the door. So Yeah, awesome. well, that's a good problem to have. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Eric, for taking a few minutes. Thanks, Matt. Thank yeah. you. All right. Yeah. Take care. All right, guys. So yeah, this is uh, you know, this is one of those one of those hidden gems. I think you know you've got there. The, the fact is, there are great shops around the Twin Cities area. There really is. And and any city that you go to, you know, there's you're going to have great shops. But sometimes you find a spot like this that's sort of, you know, maybe not as well known, maybe not as as big, but um, chances are you're going to find well, you're always going to find good people. Yeah. Uh, and chances are you're going to find a shop that you sort of open your eyes and you go, oh my gosh, they've got they've got every cigar I could ever hope to buy. They've got a great selection and I can just hang out and chill and meet some new, meet some new folks. Yeah. And like we mentioned earlier, if, if you're that introvert and you just want to go have a cigar, read a book, mess around on your phone, whatever you can do that too, yeah. you know? So, uh, but we encourage you to find that local shop. Um, yeah, and, totally and support the owners like we've said in the past and we'll continue to say there's nothing wrong with getting your sticks online and going to the online retailers. But, um, the, the lifeblood of the cigar industry is really the brick and mortar shops. It's where the culture continues to grow and expand and where, you know, amazing relationships happen and uh, good things happen over a cigar. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking for uh, today's useless yeah. fact of the day. All right. What do you got? Because because we're here sort of on location, I didn't print out um, I didn't print out a script or uh, print out notes or anything because I figured we were just going to sort of talk on the fly to some people, which we did, which is awesome. So I'm just I'm sort of pulling up some of my uh, my favorite uh, useless facts here. Um, okay, here's so here's one, which is is kind of cool. Uh, so in the movie Pulp Fiction, ooh, um, anytime there's a scene in Pulp Fiction where there's a clock visible. It's always set to the same time. Do you know what that time is? I've heard this fact before. I don't remember. So consider consider the director. Right. Consider Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Consider, you know, his uh, um, his freewheeling personality. Oh, that's right. I remember. What is it? It's four twenty. It's four twenty. That's right. So, so uh, that's that's some little fun <laughs> Easter egg. Next time you watch Pulp Fiction, because if you watch Pulp Fiction once, you've got to watch it forty times at least. And so next time you uh, watch Pulp Fiction, pay attention to those clocks on the wall because chances are, um, chances are they are all going to say four twenty. Um, so one more because this is just cool. So eggplants. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of eating eggplant. I think it's okay, but I'm not a huge fan. Maybe I've just never had it prepared the right way. Uh, 
in in the entire world, two thirds of eggplant production happens in one place. Where is that one place? Alabama. New Jersey. <laughs> what? So, could, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but when I think of eggplant... You don't think of Snooki? I... <laughs> That's a different kind of eggplant. Well, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. Oh. But so when I think of New Jersey, I, I think eggplant. I do too. And when I think eggplant, I think of New Jersey. I mean, yep. it's just like a synonymous. It's, it's syn synonymous. Um, yeah. Never in a million years would I have thought that uh, two thirds wow. of the eggplants in the world were grown in New Jersey. That just doesn't make sense that to me. <laughs> that literally but blows my mind. What are you going to do? You did, you, did you have time oh. to get a... a uh, Dia, well, yeah. let me say it. Dias de los Muertos. Numeros. Numeros, sorry. I was saying Day of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, Numeros, Numeros de, de los, los Muertos. Muertos. Yes. All right. So what I'm going to do with this one is I'm going to start out with a very broad fact, and I'll continue to give you clues until we get there. I'm not a broad. I'm a lady. Okay, I'll give you lady facts. <laughs> so How what we dare have you. is, here's the fact. 120, on average, 120 people in North America die as uh, as a result of this every year. North America, 120 people die of this every year. Yep. So that's all you're going to give me to start? To start. Okay. I mean, um, I'll give you a stat. Is it a disease? No. Clue number one, um, majority of those people uh, who, uh, how can I say this? Majority of the people taking part in this activity, being that obviously they didn't die doing this, <laughs> would never see this. The majority of the people taking place in the activity Taking part in this Take, activity. Taking part in this activity would never see this. Is it a legal activity? Mm -hmm. It's a legal activity. Um, is this an activity typically performed by adults or or? non-adults everybody everybody okay um let's actually i'm going to turn down that other microphone since we don't need it anymore um not that it makes a difference because there's still a fair amount of background noise but it's okay um okay is it an activity that takes place in some sort of moving vehicle yes yes is is it an activity that takes place on dry land um, typically typically all right i am stumped all right it almost hit me with never it. happens in an urban area 
almost never happens. Okay. Is it related to farming? Loosely. <laughs> loosely. It's loosely related to farming. Um, are, th are, these, are these vehicles that would be, um, that are regularly driven on public ro roads? Yes. Yes. Yeah, you got to hit me with it. I got nothing. All right, here it is. Animal chauffeurs. <laughs> Animal chauffeurs? So anything, um, about 80% of these deaths come from horse-drawn carriages. So your Amish and your Mennonites. Okay. Hence the why you would never see this if you were a person. Oh, in an urban people. area. So... Also, the other 20% are going to be backslide. So these are the people that are riding on these, like a horse-drawn carriage or a dog sled. Mm -hmm. They get killed. Correct. 120, 120 a people a year. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first. Yep. Animal chauffeurs. Animal chauffeurs. So take that with Definitely. you. Take that with you to, you know, to the end of your days. And, um, and I'm sorry, guys, we haven't kept up with the, uh, with the questions tonight because we're, we're not in our regular setup. We can't really, you know, be, be on our phones looking at the questions and all that stuff. We'll try to hit back with um, uh, and answer the questions after the broadcast is over. Um, I'm going to take some puffs here. Yeah, you do it. And uh, this, um, so it's a, it's a double tasting tonight. And the first round was the Gilberto, and it is a nice, um, I would say, starts out mild, goes into a medium, but a lot of good flavor. Yeah. It's just solid flavor. Not a lot of transitions here, but uh, a great first cigar of the night. Yeah. That, that reserve has been one of my favorite, in, and it's an inexpensive cigar. You, whether it's your brick, or, brick and mortar, if you don't have a local brick and mortar, look for them online. It's it's regularly an inexpensive mm -hmm. cigar, but it's still it's a it's a long filler handmade. It's got great flavors, Sumatra wrapper. It's got that nice sweetness with a little bit of because it's a Nicaraguan cigar. It's got a little bit of spice on the back end, but yeah, mild, medium. It's a cigar that's approachable really for anybody, whether you're yep. whether you're new to the game or you've been smoking cigars for twenty years. Great golf course cigar. Oh yeah. Yeah, this would definitely great be, or a good, cigar. great fishing cigar too. Fishing cigar, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna just pull up because you know we try to talk about some of the stuff we've we've smoked. I mentioned already, actually, I think I mentioned this last week, the Nevetta that I bought yeah. from here. Yeah. Um, uh, again, a great Fratello cigar, um, and I also, when I was in here, um, uh, Eric was talking about the Nat Sherman brand, and it's also a brand that I enjoy a lot, and um, the Nat Sherman Apoca, uh, which is um, uh, a, it's a mild, mild cigar, but they came out just recently with the, um, the Epoca Reserva, and I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, and it's uh, sort of a new, um, new take on the Epoca blend. And I bought a couple of the Corona size from here last week and smoked one of them uh, just a few days ago. And man, I'm telling you that that cigar was absolutely outstanding. It was. Um, it's it's got this great sort of um, 
this great sort of sweetness that that honestly when i was smoking it i started taking a few notes because i do want to end up reviewing it and i started taking some notes because i went wow this is really good and the notes i was taking i was like tasting like something that sort of reminded me of like graham crackers it was just this great Ooh. sweetness and toastiness and and so if you if you see you know come by big apple and pick a few up but if you have nat sherman at your local shops this uh epoca reserva was a really really good cigar uh my notable smokables uh first one is going to be the la polino Año. i don't think i don't think I've, is that the is that the number series so it is oh yeah 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 so sorry garrett's showing me a picture of the cigar right now it's the la polina with the with the sort of all black band that's uh just got the lp and gold on it um yeah that's a good cigar oh man it uh it was it was interesting it almost reminded me of ethiopian coffee when it's oh yeah where you get the fruits you get the blueberries the blueberries and as you uh coffee is the absolute biggest note going into okay. that cigar and um and then it, as as you get to the end you get a little bit of spice you get espresso and unbelievable nice yep it was the first time for me and uh great cigar well i've, I've actually got a couple things to give you too because um our friends at general cigar were very kind to send us some more samples of awesome. some some newer brands they have um one is the um so cohiba is now getting into the Connecticut game, right? And um, they were they were very kind to send us uh, some of the Cohiba Connecticut's. Awesome. Uh, and I just uh, I got them last week, cool. um, and I didn't want to dive into them right away, give them time to sit in the humidor. Yep. But I fired one up this morning. Yeah. And it was um, it was really good actually. Awesome. Um, it's it's um, it's a Toro, roughly okay. a Toro. So I don't yeah. remember the exact, but um, yeah, it was you know it's it's. Uh, it's sort of a classic take on a Connecticut cigar. Um, it's, it's something that it's, it, I, I use this phrase a lot. It's easy to smoke. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not super complex, but it's just easy to smoke. You know, it's got stuff, good stuff going on. Um, and it's, you know, it's something that I enjoyed. Uh, another one actually is the, um, so last year, um, uh, the, the diesel brand has sort of been making some, um, making some changes. Yeah. Um, and last year they came out with the diesel whiskey row, which you and I both enjoyed a lot. Yep. Um, and just recently they, they came out with a new take on that, uh, on that line, uh, which is still the diesel whiskey row, but this time it's sherry cask. So the, the leaves that are mm. barrel aged in this cigar were a, instead of aged in, um, in bourbon barrels, they were aged in the, um, and, and I'm sorry if I'm getting this wrong, but they were aged in the, um, uh, rabbit hole bourbon makes of, if I'm remembering this right, they have a version of their bourbon that part of the aging process takes place in sherry casks. Mm. And so they age some of these leaves in that sherry cask. Uh, and it, and it really was interesting. It was a very different cigar. It's a definitely cool. darker and bolder than the original whiskey row. Yep. Um, it's got a super dark wrapper on it, but really interesting and some, some complex things going on in the background of that cigar that I thought were pretty, pretty interesting. Um, and then I hit, uh, I hit one of my favorites, um, this last week. And that is the, uh, the wise man Maduro for foundation cigar, the wise man Maduro. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, in my opinion, it's one of the best cigars to hit the market in the last five years. It's just, Absolutely. it's tr truly outstanding. Um, one of those cigars that, that um, got a little celebrity press within the, I don't remember exactly when it was sometime within the last six months, somebody got a, a snapped a photo of Michael Jordan leaving a cigar shop with a box of those wise man Maduro's under his arm. And I mean, that's for any brand. If any brand gets a snapshot of, of that guy walking out of the cigar shop with a box right. under his arm, yeah. that's a big deal for the brand. Absolutely. Um, and Nick Melillo from foundation scars, he's been, you know, he's been doing a great job in the, in the premium tobacco business for a long time, but that's just gotta be such a huge deal. So awesome to see a picture, you know, of this, you know, not only, one of the greatest athletes to ever walk planet earth, but also a true genuine cigar yeah, lover. Absolutely. Well, and anything that he would carry out of anywhere, yeah. you know, he could have spam under his arm and, <laughs> and spam stock stock goes up. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden you check the NASDAQ and everybody's like, what the hell? Everybody's buying spam. Yeah. Um, fun. So yeah, things are winding down here at, uh, at big apple cigar and, uh, if you, uh, like I said five times already, if you're ever in the Forest Lake, Minnesota area, you know, if you're, if you live in the Twin Cities, you're driving up to your cabin, stop here and pick up a handful of cigars. Yep. If, uh, if you're ever, you're traveling here for work, you know, it's, 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 uh, if you got a rental car, it's, it's not really a big deal to get, make your way up here and, and, uh, and spend some time. Um, it's a, it's a great shop in a great town. So yep, right off the main highway. So it's, uh, it's really easy to get to and find plenty of parking. And uh, good people, always good people here. So we got some. Uh, there's some. There's some new stuff on the website in the last week. So go on. Uh, Howaboutthatcigar.com. Check it out. Um, check out the Facebook page on a regular basis. Um, as always, if you, um, when you're on the website, uh, scroll to the bottom of the page. There's a place there. Just put in your email address, and uh, we're not going to spam you like crazy. Like once, uh, once a week, once every three days somewhere in that neighborhood you'll get an email just showing you what's new on the website uh, as a reminder with links you can go straight to the articles and read them the new reviews the news stuff like that uh, a lot of new stuff coming out right now because the trade show is coming up soon so uh, like I said we always try to publish those when we can and uh, you know keep up with all the just major uh, moving and shaking going on in the business right now yep so absolutely that is it for our first on-location shoot. I think it went pretty well. I do. I, yeah. I do, too. I, I had a great time, and, uh, you know, I, I love this, and I hope to do this more. Yeah. So uh, continue to stay tuned. Please like and share the video. Absolutely. Even after the fact. Uh, you know, we, uh, that's how uh, we, we uh, continue to grow and yeah. grow with you. Let us know. You know, be brutally honest, except for Tim Sukamp. <laughs> Um, how how we're doing? Yeah, and uh, don't forget to uh, open up your uh, your iPhone and go on uh, Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the podcast. Go on your uh, Android device, open up Google Podcasts and subscribe. And uh, we you know we always convert this audio and put it up on the channel within the next couple of days after this broadcast is over. Uh, so then, if you can't watch, you can listen in your car, listen when you're working out, whatever it is you're doing. All right. Sounds great. Cool. Man. Hey, thanks, guys. And as always, burn cigars, not bridges. Take care. <laughs>